So tonight I want to talk about uh, the, the topic called the place of prayer. And today I really want to encourage you all in this season. Uh, we're in the last uh, two years, or we're in the last two months of this year. And I want to encourage you in these last two months to really seek the face of God. We, we're literally, I mean, I feel like this year has flown by. And so I really want to encourage you guys to begin even in this right now to begin to seek God in this season for what he wants to do for your life in 2022. Really begin to, you know, pray and intercede regarding that. And so many times uh, we wait till the beginning of the year till, till we, to, for, so, we, so we can get a word for 2022 or we wait for the a prophet to prophesy or we wait for our pastor to tell us what 22 is 2022 is going to be about but I am encouraging you to begin to really press in that place of prayer and see what God wants for you personally and what he wants for your family and so um I really believe that even in this place, I'm encouraging you too, because in this place, in this last, these last few months, I believe that God wants to really press in us and he wants to take some things out of us. There's things in us that are in, that are in us right now that he wants to take out of us so that when we go into the new year, when we go into 2022, we're not carrying the burdens and we're not carrying the shame and we're not carrying the regret and we're not carrying those things into the new year because I really feel like God wants to really shift us. And for, so for the last few months uh, in my life, personally, God has really been pressing me in prayer and he's been really, you know, just calling me into that place of prayer. And really, uh, he's been, he's really been, you know, speaking to me about the intercessors and about how he, he, that, that intercessors are rising in this season. And, and I mean, if we look at the world and how the world is right now, good is being evil spoken of. There's so much craziness going on. And I'm talking about beyond the pandemic and all of that stuff. There's so much craziness going on in the world that we need to be in a place of prayer. And sometimes we get to a place in our life where we're like, God, I have no idea what to do, but the answer answer is prayer. And sometimes when we don't know what to do, the best thing that we can do is go to the place of prayer. And so I'm encouraging tonight, keep your ears open because I'm telling you, I really feel like God is pressing the body of Christ and he's pressing his people into prayer. And it's just not, I'm, I'm encouraging you tonight. I know we've heard many messages on prayer, but I'm telling you, there's something that God is calling his people to. He's calling us back to our knees. He's calling us back to a place of prayer. He's calling us back to a place of intercession. He's calling us back to his face. He's calling us back to seek him. He's calling back us back so he, we can be transformed in his presence. Amen. And so I was, I was recently rereading a book called simple devotion, answering the radical call. And it's the, this, the book starts with this, uh, this quote, it says, everyone assumes that everyone prays, but hardly anyone really does. And I want to really, really hear that. We all assume that when we go home on Sunday, that everybody's praying, that everybody's uh, doing, doing the right thing, that we're all reading our Bible and that we're all praying and interceding, but really there's not many of us that all 
are. Because when we look, if, if we were all people of prayer, and I'm talking about the body of Christ at large, there would be things, signs and wonders and miracles that are happening. Because when we are in a place of prayer, God begins to work through us and he begins to work in us. So I want to encourage you. I, I, I really feel like uh, and at the body of Christ in large has taken prayer for granted and we've made it common and we've begin to, uh, we want to be in worship and we want these great worship songs and we want great worship teams. And you know, I'm, I, I love worship. I'm a, I'm a worshiper. I, I, I play music. I'm a, I'm a worship leader, but the thing about it is, and, and we see that prayer is boring, but, but God has called us to do all these things. He's called us to worship. He's called us to, to fast. He's called us to pray. But so many times we get caught up in the worship songs and we get caught up in the preacher that we forget the place that God anointed us at. And that's the place of prayer. Amen. And we need to begin to value prayer. And I learned at a young age, the value of prayer and, uh, me, I'm a, I'm a pastor's kid. So I, I lived in a house with pastors. So, you know, that's all I, we, we believed in God. And so I can remember a time back when I was, uh, maybe 12 or 13 in middle school and I had a, got a hundred dollar bill and then I lost it. And I went to my mom and I was like, mom, I lost my money. You know, what, what am I supposed to do? I was like sad. I was really depressed. I was like, man, this, you know, it was a hundred dollar bill. Even me at age 31, a hundred dollars is a whole lot of money to lose. So she told me <laughs> what she told me was, well, just go pray and ask God to help you find it. My reaction to her was, come on, like, I really didn't believe <laughs> um, because that was what she always said. If it was anything, go pray, go pray, go pray. So I decided, you know, we always hear about that prayer closet. So I went upstairs to my room and went into a closet and I prayed. I was like, Lord, please help me find this money. And as soon as I got off, off my knees and prayed, I opened my jacket and there was the money. So I began to, in that moment, have faith to believe God that when I prayed, something actually happened. But I really want us to begin to shift from a place because so many times we pray because we want God to do something for us. We pray because we're trying to get something from us or we're trying to get something from God. But it's time that we go to the place of prayer to seek God's face, not seek his hand. It's time that we begin to go and, va and, and not just value what God can give you you, but value what God's able to do and what God's going to do inside of you when you're in the place of prayer. And it's time for us to really begin to prioritize prayer and prioritize that secret place with God. And, and I really believe it. Like I'm going to keep on saying it in this season, in this last, these last two months in November and December, begin to really press and re begin to really seek God's face in that place of prayer. Begin to do that. Begin to really uh, uh, be consistent in that place of prayer. And one of my rules for life is this, and it's if Jesus did it, then I need to do it too. If Jesus, he prayed, he had to pray. When we read the Bible and the gospels, every time Jesus got done preaching, what did he do? He went out into a quiet place and he began to pray. He went up on a mountain and prayed. He went here and prayed. He was, he, he went everywhere and prayed. He prayed all night long. He prayed early in the morning. And I'm telling you, if our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ had to pray, we need to pray too. There's no excuse for us. Jesus was fully God and he was fully man. He was was fully divine 
and he still had to pray. So I'm encouraging you, come on, if Jesus did it, then we need to do it too. So I want to just jump into a couple of scriptures real quick. And the first one is Matthew 6, 6. And it says this, but when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. So I want to pull out a couple of points from this. The Bible says, first of all, when you pray. So when we see it, it does not listen. When we look at the context of the scripture, it does not say if you pray, it doesn't say when you think about praying it says when you pray. So right here we see that prayer is not an option. Prayer is a command. Prayer is something that God expects us to do. Now the thing about God is he's never going to force us to pray, but he's we he wants us to pray. It is necessary for us as believers in Christ to pray. So the first the first point is when you pray. You must pray. You have to pray. Prayer is so important. Prayer is transformational in your life. I I, I even in my own personal life, some of the, the most prolific and transformational things that's ever happened to me was when I was in my room by myself on my knees praying and crying out to God. The, that's when the transformation occurred in my life. The, the second point I want to, to know it is, is it says, go into your room, find a place in a space for prayer, set aside a special place for you to pray. If it's in your living room, if it's in your bedroom, find a place to pray, set a time to pray and pray every day and pray fervently. It doesn't matter if it's early in the morning. It doesn't matter if it's the noonday, if it doesn't matter if it's at night, set a time in a place in a space that you have designated to meet God. God and every day go there and meet him. And I, I'm telling you, the more we go into that place, God will begin to move in our life more and more. The third point I want to bring out at this scripture, it says, shut the door. We got to shut everything out. And God is not asking for us to pray 24 hours through seven days a week, 365 days a year. God is asking for a it doesn't matter how much time it is, but he's asking for a small amount of time. And I'm going to challenge you in that small amount of time that he's asking you to pray. Can you just shut everything off? Can you turn off your phone or can you leave it in the other room? Can you just, just focus totally on Jesus when you're shutting the door? Don't just shut the physical door, but shut the doors in your mind. So many times we're in a place of prayer and it seems, it seems like even for me, everything bombards my mind, everything that I have to do everything that I, some ideas just pop in my head when I have to when I begin to pray and sometimes if we don't cut off all of those distractions then we will get distracted because I believe that sometimes those distractions come because God wants to reveal something in his presence during our time of prayer and when we are not focused and concentrated on him and on what he's trying to do in our life we'll miss it there's been some times that because we didn't shut the door shut the door in our mind cut out all all distractions, not allow anything to distract us. We miss what God was trying to tell us. We missed a warning that God was trying to tell us in his presence because we refused to shut the door. And I'm telling you, we need to begin to value God enough and to begin to value his presence enough and begin to value that place of prayer enough that we're like for 15 minutes, for 20 minutes, for 30 minutes, nothing's going to distract me. I'm going to put my focus and my attention on Jesus and his presence. Amen. So we need 
need to shut the door. Shut the door in your mind. Don't be distracted. Don't allow those the things of the world and the weight of what happened in your day to get you to get you uh, uh, distracted. But but shut that door. And then it says this. It says go into the secret place. Go into that place with God. Go into the deep places of his presence. Begin to seek him. Begin to seek him with all of your heart. Begin to seek him with all your soul and strength. You know, and I want to encourage you too in this, that sometimes when we're praying and we're praying consistently, you know, there's one day we can be on fire for God. And I'm telling you, we, we're tongue talking and crying and believing God. And then the next day, it seems like it's, it's just, where's the fire? And I want to encourage you guys because sometimes we feel like when when the fire and the passion isn't there, that God's not there, but he's still there. You got to keep going. You got to keep praying. And sometimes you can have a fiery, passionate prayer for a week, and then it seems like it's just going down. But I encourage you to keep praying. Keep praying. Never stop praying and never stop believing God for what you're asking for him. And as I said earlier, for me personally, my, some of the most impactful times that I've ever had was in the place of prayer. Some of the, I, I have had more impactful times in my personal prayer time. And I've got, had God tell me more stuff about myself in my personal prayer time than I've ever had when somebody laid their hands on me at an altar or when I heard a prophetic word. The, the place of prayer is so important because there's transformation that happens in prayer. There's transformation that happens in that place of prayer. There's a shift of our minds that happens in the place of prayer. There's a shifting of our perspective in, in, when we're in the place of prayer. And I know for me personally, when the Lord talks to me, you know, I'm sitting here praying, Lord, but I just thank you, Lord. You're so good and you're wonderful. And in, in, in the midst of prayer, God begins to convict my heart. Hey, you know, you shouldn't have said that. Go apologize. And I have to go and I and I'm convicted. My heart is convicted in the place of prayer. And I, he corrects me. I'm praying and the Lord's saying, you know what? You're selfish. You're, you're being self-centered. You're not doing the right. You're not doing what I've called you to do. And, I, and he's correcting us in that place of prayer. And I'm telling you, if we don't ever get to that place of prayer where God can begin to just purify us in his, in his purging fire and burn away all the dross that is, uh, that is on us, then we'll never be changed and transformed into, into his image and to be able to do what he's called us to do in that place place of prayer is a place of fire. And I'm telling you, it's a place of the fire of the Holy Ghost, but it's, it's also the purifying fire of God that's trying to burn away all the things that have been holding us back, all the negative things, those, those things of our past, that rejection, that hurt, that pain. When we're in a place of prayer, God is trying to break those things off of us and he's trying to deliver us. So we need to begin to go in that place of prayer. And I'm telling you, when we pray, there is fruit. There is fruit of our prayer. Some fruit is love and joy and kindness. We are transformed in God's presence. I remember times because I've been in this loop of prayer where I'm going, I'm going good and then I stop and then I'm going good and I stop. And what happens is when I'm, when I'm in this place of prayer, I'm happy, I'm joyful, I'm peaceful. I'm telling you, people can say crazy backwards, sideways things to me and it's just like, it just comes off of me because I believe in, but for me personally, I think that when, when 
we pray that there's something that guards us. There's something that shields us and protects us from the things that used to, that would atypically bother us. And then I found in myself when I, uh, you know, one day I miss prayer or I miss prayer for a couple of days. And then I, I begin to see that I'm irritated, that I'm agitated, that I'm annoyed, that, that, that the simple things bother me where I left that place of prayer. I, I, I left in prayer. I left my joy and I left my peace and I left my, 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 my kindness and my joy. But I'm telling you, when we get back into that place of prayer, God will restore those things. There are some things on us that, that, that come when we pray. And I'm, I'm encouraging you tonight. You need to stay in the place of prayer because there's something that being in God's presence and praying uh, that it transforms us. It shields us. Amen. And like I said, Jesus, if Jesus did it, we got to do it too. And I, I want to use some examples of Jesus tonight when he prayed. One thing prayer is, is prayer is a place of transformation. In Luke chapter uh, 9, verses 28 through 29, it says, Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he, who is Jesus, took Peter, John, and James and went up to the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening. I'm telling you, there is transformation in the place of prayer. There is revival in the place of prayer. There is things that God will break off of us in the place of prayer. There is deliverance. We will find deliverance in the place of prayer. We will find healing in the place of prayer. We will find transformation in the place of prayer. It is so important to be in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, there is miracles. Luke 9, 16, it says when, when Jesus uh, was had the two fish and five loaves, five fish and two loaves of bread, what did he do? He lifted it up and blessed it. He prayed over it. And what happened? Miracles. There are miracles in the place of prayer. There are signs and wonders that God wants to do for us, but it's only found in the place of prayer. If you've been praying and believing God to, to lay hands on the sick, to heal, to open the blinded eyes, to open the deaf ears, get into the place of prayer and begin to be transformed from the inside out in that place of prayer. And I'm telling you, miracles and signs and wonders will follow you because you have been in a place of prayer. Amen. There's also wisdom. Prayer gives you wisdom for life decisions. Listen, here we going back to if Jesus did it, I have to do it. In Mark 9, in Mark 3, 13 through 19, Jesus was praying all night. And once he got done praying, he chose his disciples. Listen, sometimes I don't think we really consider how important it is to go to a place of prayer before we make major decisions. If Jesus, the son of God, the man born of a virgin Mary had to pray all night long before he chose the 12 disciples that he needed, we need to pray when we make big decisions. We need to pray when we make uh, cho choices on friends. We need to pray before we make choices in relationships. We need to ask God because when we're in a place of prayer, we're also uh, uh, developing communion and relationship with God. We're developing a, 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 a sharper level of communication with the father when we're praying. So don't think that you, that, that you can just make any and every decision without consulting with God in the place of prayer. There is wisdom in, in consulting God in the place of prayer. Then the place of prayer 
It's also a place of preparation. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 36 through 44, it was Jesus was praying. He took his disciples up, and that was when they had went to sleep. And Jesus was praying before he went to the cross. There was so much agony, and there was so much thing, so much that Jesus had was was enduring in his physical body. The body, the Bible says that when he was praying, he prayed so that he was sweating blood. And Jesus was about, he was about to go onto the the cross. And before a big, a major thing in Jesus's life, he was in the place of prayer. So the place of prayer is preparation, preparation for that next season that God has for you. Preparation for the next level that God's taking you to. I'm telling you, we cannot dismiss or belittle that place of prayer we cannot uh, um, act like prayer is not important and so I want to encourage you I want to encourage you tonight to to get into that place of prayer do not neglect that place of prayer and I'm telling you if if there's not one place that the enemy will try to attack us in it is that place of prayer it's praying and it's believing God so I want to encourage you tonight to get in that place of prayer and begin to fight and begin to war in there. And I'm encouraging all of those who, who God has called to be intercessors, begin, you know, to stir up that fire, to stir up that passion and to begin to pray and believe God for what he's called you to in that place of prayer. Amen. So I want to pray real quick before we go and I'm done, but I want to pray and I want to just, uh, just want to pray that God would just begin to just stir us up that he would stir us up again with fire that he would begin to stir us up again with passion father we bless you we bless you and I want to say this too the Bible says in Jude we we stir ourselves in our uh, up in our most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost pray in the Holy Ghost if you have the Holy Ghost if you have the, the, the evidence of speaking in tongues and you have the Holy Ghost begin to pray in the Holy Ghost begin to ask God for fire ask God to send his fire and his passion down so father we bless you today we bless you God Father, we thank you tonight for fire, God. We thank you tonight for fire. We thank you tonight for fire, God. Fire in the place of prayer, God. Lord, where we have put down our prayer, our prayer, God. Where we have, Lord, put that on the back burner. Where we put everything else above that place of communion with you, God. We repent today, God. And we ask, God, that you will forgive us, oh God. And we come back to the place of prayer we come back to the place of fervor God we come back to the place of passion oh God Lord we want to be passionate for you Jesus so we ask right now God that you will begin oh God to pour on us mantles of prayer and fire God father mantles of fire and mantle of prayer God in the name of Jesus oh God stir us up in the secret place oh God begin oh God Lord to move in our in our place oh in, in our place of prayer God in that secret place oh God begin to transform us oh God in that place of prayer oh God begin oh God to fan the flames of fire in that place of prayer God father where we have been lax and where we've been lazy and we went where we've been uh, slowful and lethargic in the place of prayer stir us up oh God stir us up again God begin to speak to us oh God begin oh God to whisper to us oh God the trans your transforming word God 
again, oh God, to help, Lord, I pray that our hearts, oh God, would prioritize you, God. Father, that you would be our priority, God, that you would be the thing that we need, oh God. Father, that we would go, God, to that secret place, oh God, and we would find you there, God. Father, that when we pray, we would go into our room, oh God. We would shut the door, God. We would shut everything out that distracts us, oh God, that keeps us away from you, God. And we come against every distraction. We come against everything that would keep us away from prayer. We keep we come against everything that would keep our heart away from prayer, oh God. We pray, oh God, that we would shut the door, oh God, and that we would go into the secret place with you, God, and we would spend time with you, God, loving on you, God, and communing with you, God. Father, that it's not just about the things that you can give us, oh God, but it's about that sweet communion that we find with you in the place of prayer, God. Father, it's about us, oh God, leaning into you, God, and loving on you in that place of prayer, God. Father, we want to love on you, God. We want to be where you are, oh God. We want to, Lord, sit at your feet, oh God. Lord, we want to love on you, God. We want to lay close to you, God, in that place of prayer and in that place of communion, God. So we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that everything that keeps us away, God, that, that keeps us away from that place of prayer, we bind and rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare that there is a, a path of breakthrough in prayer. Father, that you're leading us into a season where we're going to begin to find breakthrough in the place of prayer, where the things that we struggled with, oh God, are going to fall off of us immediately when we begin to seek your face, oh God. Thank you for prayer, oh God. Thank you for the power of prayer, God. Thank you for the transformations that happen because of prayer. Thank you for the miracles that happen in prayer, oh God. Thank you how, for how you prepare us in prayer, oh God. So, Father, we bless you, God. We bless you, God, for the place of prayer. We bless you, God, that you're stirring us up, oh God. Stir us up, oh God. Revive us now, God. Let the rivers of revival begin to flow on us, God. Let the rivers of restoration begin to flow on us, oh God. Lord, when we've been dry and weak and weary, God, let the rain begin to fall, God. Let the rain begin to saturate our lives and our hearts and, and saturate the atmosphere that we are in, oh God. In the place of prayer, God, we give you praise, oh God. So, Father, we bless you today and we honor you, God. And we pray, oh God, that we would make a fresh commitment. That we would make a fresh commitment to that place of prayer. That we would make a fresh commitment, God. Lord, to not let anything get in our way. But Father, at the end of this year, we will see how prayer has transformed our life. We would testify about how prayer has ignited our soul and has changed our life. So Father, we give you praise today and we give you honor and we give you glory. And we say thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.